This is Scott Becker with the Becker Private Equity Podcast. We're joined by Rick Kess. Rick's a partner at RSM, and he's one of our most listened to guests uh, throughout the years on the Becker Private Equity Podcast. He talks to us regularly about trends in the deal market, the private equity market, and more. Rick, there's lots of discussion that things are starting to loosen up a little bit, get a little bit more exciting in terms of deal flow for 2024. Can you give us some perspective? What do you see going forward in the deal market, and what trends are you watching? Yeah, Scott, I mean, as I prepared for this call this morning, I was thinking, you know, since Thanksgiving, um, the optimism in our clientele has really gotten a lot stronger. Um, you know, I think they look at things like the public market. They look at, you know, things like inflationary data. They look at jobs reports and information coming from there. And they put all those you know, data points together. And I think a lot of them are looking at 2024 as, you know, kind of a, a maybe a year of recovery. And, you know, I, I think one thing that, you know, maybe um, maybe it's a little anecdotal, so maybe that not, you know, don't take too much into this, but what I've seen um, in, in our client base is especially those that are, that have scaled up very strong over, you know, let's say from the pandemic period until today, you know, the ones that grew from a, you know, $200 million revenue company into a $2 billion company, um, those are the ones that I think are really like, hey, 2024 could be our year for our next turn into a bigger private equity fund or maybe some other exit that we um, could put on the on the radar. So, you know, I think those companies that have scaled up really, really good and have gotten to be, you know, kind of, you know, close to a national player in some of their sectors, I think those companies are like, okay, 2024, we've seen enough of good data points here that we're going to get really excited about what's coming down the pipe. Um, you know, Q1, Q2 of the next year. Thank you. And, and take a moment on 2023 in the deal market will end up softer than 21 and 22. Not horrible, not horrible, like reasonably busy, uh, but nowhere near what the numbers were in 21, 22. Is it too early to predict what 24 will look like? Expecting an uptick from 23 but probably not back to like the craziness of 21 and the start of 22. Yeah, I think, you know, our economists will tell us, you know, that they're kind of anticipating some rate cuts in, in you know, the middle of 2024. I think that will obviously put some fuel in the fire of, of deal and flow, deal environment. Um, but, you know, one thing that I'm curious about that I'm kind of, you know, trying to really unpack some data points around is, you know, maybe the deal volume is, you know, maybe not what 2021 or 2022 was, but could the deal values be higher? Because, you know, if, if we kind of think about those upper end of the middle market companies that have scaled up, you know, if they're, you know, a billion or $2 billion of revenue, you know, they sell at a pretty decent multiple, they're going to be pretty big deal values. Um, and they may, you know, kind of, tip the scales a little bit and how we look at deal flow from volumes to, to um, you know, dollar, dollar value. Thank you. No, it seems like the world has moved towards this year to a year of efficiency, bolt-ons, not huge platform deals. Some of the hugest funds like the Blackstone still doing some pretty sizable deals, but most parties not. But you think there might be a flow back to some big-time deals next year? 
I, I definitely think it's possible. A lot of our clients that are in that space that are are the ones where I'm getting that sense of optimism that, you know, they're starting to put things together that make me feel like, okay, they're looking at a pretty, you know, near-term exit um, strategy. You know, they're starting to build um, different, you know, competencies and, and hire people that kind of are going to help them through the next stage. So um, I think that's kind of where we're seeing that, that momentum is really kind of on the higher end of the middle market. And those are the companies that I think will drive that deal value up uh, considerably in 2024. Thank you. And any other trends that you happen to be watching closely currently? Um, you know, it's, it's pretty simple with us, you know, it's jobs, inflation and interest rates. Um, you know, so we kind of put all those data points together to try to figure out, you know, what, what the next six to 18 months is going to bring for our clients and help them think through business decisions. But, you know, so we continue to watch those things. And, you know, I think, you know, the other, you know, interesting thing in 2024 that we're going to have to work through is just, you know, elections, right. And obviously we have presidential election, we'll have some governor's elections, we'll have some senators up for elections. So, you know, we have got some people that are high ranking uh, congressional leaders that are, you know, talking about leaving, leaving office. So, you know, I think we'll have some change there too that will impact. You know, could be positive, could be negative. Who knows um, how the how the you know market will react to some of that. But um, that will be interesting to watch is how the political environment will kind of you know kind of curtail with uh, or convert con converge with, with all this other stuff that's going on and either you know fuel the fire or you know dampen it a bit. Thank you. It seems like it is relatively impossible to predict not just the presidential race, whether it really will end up being Trump versus Biden and what that result would look like, but also it seems literally impossible to predict what will happen in the Congress and the Senate right now. It seems to be so much up in the air. It's so many things that can impact it still that it seems almost impossible to project those things and what impacts they will have on the markets and on business. Oh, yeah. It, I mean, I mean, I, I think all of us have been, you know, surprised on, you know, early November results, right? When we look at polling results in October, September, and we think we know what's going to happen, and all of a sudden you wake up the next day, or if you stay up really late, watch the news, the, you know, you figure out, okay, the polls were really way off, right? And so, you know, it is impossible until it's over, right? So that's a difficult thing to kind of manage as you kind of manage all these other tough things to kind of predict. And it is really early right now, and so we'll see where it all plays out. Rick, is always a pleasure visiting with you. Thank you for joining us on the Becker Private Equity Podcast. Again, Rick Kess, uh, partner at RSM, one of our most listened-to guests, just a terrific thought leader in the, in the world of private equity in the deal world. Thank you very much. Thanks, Scott.